Welcome to Financial Fridays. I'm Bob Gustafson, a certified financial planner and the owner of the Triton Financial Group. Each episode is an excerpt from my radio show, The Financial Focus, where we answer questions from our listeners. Our goal is to help you increase your financial knowledge through these conversations of 10 minutes or less. Uh, Hi, Bob. I've been bouncing from one job to the next, and now I'm considering starting my own consulting business. Do you have any advice... For those who are part of this so-called gig economy. Ah, the gig economy. Yeah, the gig economy has been uh, been with us for quite some time now, and um, it's probably going to continue to be the case. You know, we've seen a tre- the trend over the years going to um, just-in-time employment delivery, which is pretty much where, we're, where we've been going for quite some time. And I expect this to continue. You know, being able to... You know, companies being able to ramp up when they need to, ramp down when they need to. It makes everything more flexible. I think it's a pretty smart way to go. And if you're, a, uh, if you're one, of the, one of the folks that are able to start your own consulting firm, I think there are some advantages in being able to do that. You just have to be aware of, of some of the pitfalls where, where, where some folks get themselves in trouble. And in particular, uh, I think that, you know, the pros of it, I think you are, you're able to you know, you know, have more flexibility around your work schedule, and you can also make more money. Um, so, you know, whenever you're working for yourself, you generally make more money than working for someone else. There are, you know, some headaches involved with that usually, but you know what? I think it's a great thing. I've been self-employed for, what, 30 years now or whatever, how long, ever, long it's been? However, what I have noticed with a lot of folks who do move into entrepreneurship or, you know, the gig economy as a consultant or what have you, People do run into trouble, and it, you, the first place, the first thing you got to think about, taxes. Most people do not realize how much they need to pay in taxes. And what happens is they end up either under-withholding or sending in quarterly, uh, quarterly payments to the federal and in, in, the, in the state, and they can end up getting themselves in a lot of trouble. happens all the time. It's a, uh, a universal thing. So the first thing I tell everybody is, look, if you're going to go, you're going to start your own business, or you're going to start uh, you know, being part of the so-called gig economy here, talk to, you, talk to a CPA, please, before you get yourself into tax trouble um, and end up having to call a CPA to negotiate something with the IRS for you. Do it right. Talk to a CPA before you get started. Um, Get set up on a payment plan to send money periodically into the, you know, quarterly into the Fed and state. And that would be the first thing I would do. The second thing you got to do is, uh, is I would re- you, you need to recognize that you still have to put money away for certain things, whether it be for, you know, retirement or what have you. So in the same way you can, you know, set up a 401k, uh, you can contribute to a 401k at an, at an employer, you can set those types of things up for yourself as well. Um, and those are the two places I would, I would start thinking about two things I'd start thinking about right off the bat, because what normally happens is when people get companies started, they, they, for some reason, they stop putting money away for retirement. And it usually takes a while before they start actually doing that again. I'd encourage you to right from the get go, start looking at it from that way. But the first thing is make sure you, you deal with the tax situation before you get yourself into too much trouble. Happens all the time. All the time. Okay. So new clients will come in that'll, and this is, I've seen this throughout the years, they come in and uh, they're making payments to the, to the IRS. And, and I already know 
why they're making payments. But yet, you asked the question and he was, oh, geez, you know, well, I started my own consulting gig about two years ago. And then, uh, you know, I didn't realize how much money I had to withhold in taxes. And when I found out at the end of the year how much I owed, I didn't have the cash flow to pay it. So I ended up having to go on a payment plan. And that's, that, that's pretty much the story. It actually happened to a good friend of mine. I tried to tell him, too. I said, listen, make sure you put some money aside for taxes. And he did put some money aside for taxes, but nowhere near enough. He didn't realize, you know, how much you had to put in as a, uh, you know, as a self-employed individual. So he took it, took it on the chin for, for a year and a half and dug himself out after that. But as, if you are aware of these things going in, it'll, you're uh, in a much better s- situation. Yeah, always. Preparation is the key. Yeah, Anything, a, any other advice, Bob, uh, with the gig economy? I mean, how about uh, uh, the people that are bouncing from job to job? Is, is this a thing that you know, they should be doing, uh, trying to grab a couple extra thousand with each move? or is, is I think it's a, on, on, on balance, all things being equal. I think it's a, it's a good move for a lot of people, especially, you know who this works really well for? Are people, uh, it can work well in a lot of situations, but what I've noticed is, is a trend amongst uh, older folks, um, say 55 plus, who are closing in on the retirement years and don't necessarily need to work 60 hours a week anymore, and they can cut back and they can start consulting firms doing that sort of thing. You're seeing quite a bit of that. You're seeing quite a bit of that. And, it, and it's a good thing because you can control, you, can have, you have more control over your work schedule. You don't have to take a contract if, if you don't necessarily want it. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a growing trend, and I think you'll, ex- I, I expect to see that going forward. In fact, that's really what the new, new retirement's looking like, John. Instead of people just completely retiring at, say, age 55 or 60, what people are doing is just trying to get themselves in a position to be able to earn less at that point in their lives and where they're able to then um, work in employment that they're, that they're more in tune with that might be you know, more uh, in line with their social values or, or what have you. So... People are, are, are throwing away the 100 k a year plus jobs when they get into their you know, mid to late 50s, and they're opting for something, you know, making 50, 60 k a year, but something they really enjoy doing. But in order to, to do that, you have to be in good financial shape to begin with. So that's a, you know, another, uh, 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 another thing to consider. And with anybody in that gig economy or starting your own business, it's important to make sure you have enough capital to be able to get by if things get slow. So imagine you, you know, you, uh, you know, you take it, uh, you, you, you do decide to go a gig economy, and then all of a sudden uh, a coronavirus outbreak happens, John, and you can't pick up a contract somewhere. Well, you got to have some money set aside to be able to get you through um, some lean time. So you want to think of that as well. How about, uh, does it make sense, you know, to start a new career when you retire? You know, so you... You put you put the the old job away. Maybe you're making uh, some social security money, and you have some income coming in. But you you want to try a new career. Is is that something you you see anywhere in your life? Absolutely, work? that's another growing trend, John. That's uh, uh you're seeing quite a bit of that. People just do, getting themselves in a financial position where they can do what they want to do. In fact, um. We've, we have a, a, you know, a client that just is recently getting ready to retire, and she's a school teacher. But not any longer. She's retiring as a school teacher. She's in her early 60s, and she just passed the bar. 
How awesome is that? So she always wanted to be a lawyer. She went to night school for I don't know how long. And then uh, she just recently passed the bar. So she's now she's going to be, uh, uh, I forget exactly what it was, but it's some kind of, you know, pro bono or low, lower cost representation of, you know, battered women and different things like that. Something she's always wanted to do. It's a great thing. So you're seeing a lot of people going into farming, John, um, all kinds of different things. People changing professions when they get when they get up there in age. Um, but in order to really be able to do that, you've got to get yourself in a good financial position earlier in your life so you can make that transition. So in other words, when you start getting close to, say, 60 or something like that, um, you need to be in a situation where you don't necessarily need to save for retirement anymore. So you can then make that transition. You don't need that 100K a year anymore. Um, you can live on a lot less. And then you can change and do, and, and to, and do a profession, something that you've always wanted to do. That, that gets pretty exciting. I bet it does. And I think that's where, you know, that's where the future is um, on retirement. People, people are recognizing a few things that we've talked about for years and years and years. One, you know, with people living longer, you generally need more money to, to make it by. So you need to have some kind of level of income, or at least most people do, but you don't necessarily have to have huge amounts of money um, if you've done a good job early on, but you do need some. The other thing people are recognizing is that people who work longer live longer. John, something I have said on the show since the day we started doing it is if you want to live a good long, good long life in your retirement years, work. Why? Well, we don't know exactly for sure, but we, we're pretty sure it has something to do with, uh, you know, the, the whole, uh, the whole uh, you know, people who work longer, live longer, something, something in our genetic code in the same way as, as, as every other aspect of nature, if you're no longer contributing to the herd anymore, eh, the, there might be genes inside of us that just completely shut off and, and end it because we're, we're doing more harm than good to our, to our community. So being part of the herd and contributing in some form or manner, we think is pretty important. And uh, that's one of the things that, that uh, you know, you see more and more people come to the realization which is uh, an interesting thing in and of itself. Gee, so, I thought I was going to work till I was dead. Yes, everybody's looking for a sense of purpose, right, Bob? You, you lose that sense of purpose, well, what are you doing, right? Right, exactly, exactly. So, you know, all those things being considered, uh, you know, so on the gig economy side, make sure you put money away, make sure you have a cushion. Thank you for joining us today on our Financial Fridays podcast. I hope you found the information useful, and if so, feel free to share this podcast with people who may benefit from the topics discussed. Subscribe by visiting our website at financialfridays.com.